Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 45 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking with Lisa Von de Linde about designing your book for connecting with your clients. If you have listened to my previous episode with Jody Brandon, which is episode number 14, this is a really great follow up to that because we are now talking about how design works and a little bit about the difference between self-publishing and traditional publishing. So in this episode, Lisa talks about how designing a book is different from designing for other platforms and why you would want a person who is experienced in book design to help you through this process, what's involved and what it looks like, and how involved you as the author would be in the design of your book. She also goes over the typical timeline for self-publishing and how that's different from traditional publishing and has some tips for people who haven't designed a book before or for designers who are looking to get into book design from a different field. So I hope that you check this out. Lisa also has a really cool download of the top 11 things an author needs to consider before self-publishing that you can get at her website, and I will link to that in the show notes. Lisa is a graphic designer and owner of Lisa V Designs, the studio that partners with authors, organizations, and entrepreneurs who are making a difference, impacting lives in their community or around the globe. Her studio provides custom design services for all things book, publishing, and branding systems. She is particularly passionate about partnering her skills with those who have a vision for difference maker goals, whether that's a nonprofit, a fair trade company, a biz with an eco-friendly focus, those impacting their local economy, or those championing a specific cause through the service they provide or the products they create. Based in Ohio, she is always daydreaming about new travel destinations, whether the travel is a work trip as a location independent business or a true vacation. She strives to provide the highest quality design services for purpose-driven businesses. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. All right. Let's get started with you telling us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Well, the intro that you shared sums me up pretty well. A few extra tidbits about me is I like to say that a trend in my life is that I'm slowly drifting east with each location that I live. I grew up out west in Utah, then I spent my college years and early career years in Minnesota and have lived in Ohio since starting my own graphic design studio in 2010. And I always say, who knows, maybe I'll end up overseas at some point, you know, drifting further east across the pond or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I got started in the design business back in college. I had a great internship at a small design agency that specialized in work for publishing houses. And then I got a full-time job with that same agency and spent about seven years for them designing book covers and book interiors on a daily basis. And now that career, plus I'm running my own studio, I've got 15 years experience in graphic design. My designing books at this point in my career is mainly reserved for self-publishing authors. And my years of working with the publishing houses and with authors has provided a wealth of resources and referrals that I can share with authors who are aspiring to publish their book. And I recently created a tip sheet 
that explains the top 11 things that an author needs to consider in publishing their book. All right. That's awesome. So today, like I said in the intro, we're talking about designing your book to connect with your clients. And we talked to Jody Brandon about writing a book. So this is sort of going to go along with that episode. So if people are interested in writing a book and self-publishing, both of these episodes are going to go hand in hand to sort of go through the entire process. So can you explain how designing a book is different from designing for other platforms? It is the majority of my experience. I do some other designs, so can kind of compare a little bit. The majority of self-published book projects, I would say an author is going to release a print version of their book as well as an ebook. And designing for print purposes requires a specialized skill set that is becoming a little bit rarer to find in our web and social media focused world. And my background has provided me with the expertise to create book designs that are on par with the books that are released by large traditional publishing houses. And two things I would say that come into play more so in designing a book for print than any other type of design, whether it's web design or branding design or something like that, is taking into consideration all the details in a book, which in general, most any person reading a book isn't even going to be conscious of, but they do impact the reader's experience. So finding someone who has the expertise in book design will make your book more readable for your audience. And the other thing is that particularly with print books, there's a little bit more permanence in that if you see something that needs to be changed on your website, you yourself or your web designer can just go in and make a little change and it's done. If you have a book that's in print and you find typos or something after it's been published, there's a little bit more to the process to go about making a change and releasing a new version of your book. So those things are make it a little bit different from lots of other types of design. Yeah. It reminds me of like good design is invisible. And I think that's especially true in books because we look at books and well-designed, you don't even think about it. It's only when it's a terrible design that you're like, oh, this is working. Yep, the whole, like, people actually do judge books by their covers, and it also comes into play in the interior of a book, too, which is something people don't typically think about. So can you explain the difference between traditional publishing and self-publishing? Definitely. Traditional publishing house process includes an author... Typically, their first step is going to be finding an agent, and then they'll work with their agent to come up with a really great book proposal, and that will be pitched to multiple publishing houses. And then there's going to typically be quite a bit of waiting. You'll probably get a ton of no's. You might get a yes, or it might take a long time or a short time to get a yes. Once you have a yes, or maybe you get multiple yeses and you get to decide which publishing house to work with, then that leads to a signed contract with the publishing house. And the main thing about getting traditionally published is that that includes the advance payment for the author. And then throughout the whole process of developing your book, you're working in partnership and in coordination with the publishing house. They're putting together all the people that will work with you, editors, somebody helping you develop your concept and your outline, design, even marketing. Although in marketing, that is a lot on the author in this social media focused age that we're in, in both self-publishing and traditional publishing, it kind of comes into play a lot more in the author's participation. As far as 
comparing traditional publishing to self-publishing, that can happen in a variety of ways with self-publishing. And the main thing that I like to point out is that the author is the one who's in control of everything, calling all the shots. They're making 100% of the investment for the whole entire process of publishing the book, getting all the team members that you need to make your book the best that it can be. And that can include getting a book coach, someone to help you develop your concept and your outline, professional editor who will work with you in writing your manuscript so that, you know, the chapters are all flowing well and they go from one to the next and make people want to continue reading. And that also includes investing in professional book design services to create the book like we were just talking about, the book that will impress your audience and that they won't think it's a bad design. So in the end, it really comes down to a choice and how an author wants to pursue the publishing process. And that's a decision to make up front and kind of stick with it. You can always start pursuing traditional publishing. And if it's not going anywhere, decide you want to self-publish instead. But you kind of want to make that distinction up front about which direction you're going to go. Do you find that a lot of creatives and small business owners are going the self-publishing route? I think so. It's been a lot more popular and more common, I think, over the last probably at least five years or longer. Like It depends how you go about it. It can be faster. It can be cheaper. But in some ways, It really is going to depend on the goals that you're setting, like what your number one main goal is in publishing, or if you have multiple goals, and what's going to help you best achieve that. But one other factor in deciding which route is going to be more likely for you is also considering your current platform, like your audience that you already have established through your blog or through social media platforms. Um, Because the bigger the audience that you already have, that is a huge selling point in getting a book deal with a traditional publishing house. It doesn't guarantee it, but it gets you a leg up, especially when it comes to a little marketing and a publishing house willing to put money into your book, knowing that you already have a huge audience that will want your book. That makes sense. And I think I had heard that on another podcast that was like not about business at all, but... Mm-hmm. that traditional publishers aren't putting the money into marketing like they used to because yeah. there's so much on social media. There's so much that's done online that it's about the author doing the publishing instead of the publisher sending out, you know, yeah. things to bookstores or making you go on tour. Yeah. Like there's still some of that. They still do some, but it's a lot more of a partnership, like you doing a huge part of it as the author versus like, oh, I got a book deal. The publishing house does everything. I just write my book. Like there's a lot more hand in hand working together on everything. Yeah. So if someone decides to go the self-publishing route, what is the design process for that? Well, first I say you need to find an experienced book designer. You can ask around or, you know, contact me to find out more, but find recommendations on graphic designers who have experience in book publishing design. It's a completely custom service. Every project is completely unique. And that means pricing and timelines are custom for each book. Just as like a heads up, if you're asking around, it can be a little tricky to get a pretty good price or timeline quote without a really somewhat in-depth conversation about the book to get details on it. And just to give some comparison, like one author could come to me with a book that has a 40,000 word manuscript, 
and another might be 80,000 words or more. So that makes a very different project. Like the time it will take. The content of a book can vary completely from just plain text, which is typically going to be your fiction books, to a manuscript with, filled with lots of features like lists and quotes and tables and charts and images and illustrations, a little bit more on the nonfiction type of books or cookbooks or other types of books that are a little bit more unusual. Some authors might decide they're going to have a photo shoot and one of the photos will be used on the cover and that impacts the design process, um, whether or not the designer is involved in the photo shoot or the author has the photo shoot separate and just provides photos. Other books will require a really intensive time of concept development and doing image research. So there's lots of factors that go into the design process for self-publishing that impact timeline and other factors. And as far as the process, to get started on the design, an author should have at least their preliminary draft of the full manuscript done and have decided on their book title and subtitle before really starting conversations with book designers because those pieces are going to impact what a designer can do as far as actually giving you a quote and getting started on the design. The designer should have a process for pulling together inspiration from the author, like working with Pinterest boards for inspiration and other types of things like that. And then the design process begins with the front cover. And then once the author has approved the front cover, you move on to the interior page design, which is usually just doing a few sample pages to figure out what the overall look of your book interior will be. And then once that's approved, you move on to doing full book interior, page by page. This is known in the book design world as typesetting. And that is like pretty detailed, like it's page by page, line by line, sometimes word by word, making sure it all looks good and is readable for the end reader so that they don't want to put your book down and stop reading it. So once all those pieces are done, and approved by the author, the full book cover, when we assume that you're going to have a print version of the book, will be done. That includes doing the spine and the back cover. And this is the almost very last step of the book design process because your book interior pages have to be done because the page count determines how thick your book is, which determines that full cover design step. So you've got to be at the point where you know you're not cutting text or adding text that's going to change the page count to finish out the files that will go to the printer wherever you're going to print your book. And then once the full print book is done, if you're including an ebook, there's multiple formats of ebooks. So deciding what fits your goals for the format of ebooks is another step in the process. And then the print book version has to go through a conversion process, which is, can also be pretty detailed depending on how complex the manuscript is to get it ready for ebook. Then an author can be ready to launch their book to their audience. So it sounds like, I don't know, I would think you write a book, you just make sure all the words show up on the page, like a word document, you know, but it's a lot more complicated than that. Yeah, it's, there's a book that I got at a conference and like the swag bag and I read it and there were a couple of lines in it and I've marked them and keep thinking about contacting the author like, hey, when you reprint this, can you fix this? Because there's a couple lines where they cram the letters and words together so much you can barely read it. So like that's something that an experienced book designer pays attention to in going through the full interior, like the page by page, line by line, word by word to make sure nothing is too hard 
to read because if it's too hard, you may not be conscious of it. Like if you're not a book designer, you probably won't notice it. If you're a book designer, you'll notice more than other people would. But it's something where you could be reading and just be like, I don't really like this book. And maybe you really do like the content, but it's just so poorly designed that like unconsciously, like it hurts your eyes or your brain to read it. So you're going to put it down because of the design versus the actual written content. So it is an important aspect. Yeah. I know you mentioned that a lot of these steps, you know, you're sort of sending ideas back and forth with the author Mm -hmm. and you're collaborating on a Pinterest board, but how involved is an author in this? Like how much time does it take on their end versus what the designer does? There's definitely a lot more on the designer's end as far as the time involved, probably up front, just figuring out the concept direction to go for the cover It's probably the most time-intensive part of the process for the author's involvement after the full book interior is completely laid out. That usually brings a couple of rounds of proofreading. So that's another, you might want to, you know, the author yourself, you'd want to read through, then you'd probably want to either have your editor, if they provide service, or get a recommendation for a professional proofreader to go through and catch any last-minute typos and grammar and spelling errors. The rest of it is just kind of our author reviewing sample PDFs of design and giving feedback. So there's not a ton of time involved in that. And then at the end, it's more reviewing the full manuscript. If you're ready to update your website today and need some guidance on things that you can do, check out my free guide, five website updates to get legit. You can download it at lemonandthesea.com slash five updates. There you will find a guide with five easy updates you can make today that are going to make your website stand out, be legal, and it includes free resources that you can check out as well as easy action steps to get you started so that you can start making improvements to your website today. That is at lemonandthesea.com slash five updates. So we've gone through the entire design process. Can you tell us how this process works in partnership with manuscript writing and the editing process? Yeah, the actual book concept and outline development plus the like, full writing and major editing are usually complete prior to any of the design process beginning. Depending on the author's process and their goal for launching their book, like if they have a tighter timeline that they want to work within and it works for the designer, like it might happen that the cover starts before the manuscript is finished, but then the full book interior is like, you want as many of your edits and changes done before that begins, because otherwise it might incur extra time for the designer to make additional changes later on. Like I mentioned, you know, bringing the proofreader later on is the point where the full interior is done and you're catching the last minute tables so that you're getting notes from readers telling you about mistakes in your book. So what is the typical timeline for self-publishing a book and how much of that is the design process? Well, as a comparison, I like to say that if you go the route of a traditional publishing company getting a book deal, you could be looking at maybe one to two years for your book. And that is full writing, full design, like everything. Um, The self-publishing process can happen a lot faster and it depends on writing process and the team you're working with. 
if you're coming in with your manuscript already written and you're just going through editing and proofreading and design, it can be shorter. I like to suggest that aspiring authors expect at least around six months up to a year for the entire process. And that's going to depend a little bit on, you know, developing their concept and outline and writing the manuscript and doing editing and doing design. So an average nonfiction book, I'd say probably want to expect a couple months for the design process. And that can, you know, be somewhat in coordination with the writing process, depending when the cover starts and when the manuscript's done. So some of it overlaps a little bit. And I do want to make a point to anyone who's aspiring to publish their book that you don't really want to rush the creative process with the design of the book cover, especially. You want your book to, if it shows up in a Barnes & Noble on the bookshelf or it's on Amazon and people are getting suggested other books to look at and yours shows up, you want it to fit in to look as good as the competitive books in that topic that you're publishing in. Like sometimes a design can come together super fast, but sometimes it takes multiple rounds to go through concepts and tweak them and get them just to the right place. And you want the quality of design of your book to match that same design that's coming out from the big publishing houses. So you don't want to demand that, you know, your entire book is done in like a week or two weeks because you want all the details to be taken care of because this is your book. Like you put your time and your heart into writing it and you want to put out the best version of it that you can possibly put out because you you can republish it as an, you know, another version later on. But if you can do it the very best the first time, that's always my personal recommendation is to take the time and invest in it the very first time to get it where it should be. I agree. I think you're right in that a website can be changed pretty quickly if something is wrong. But a book, mm-hmm. especially a print book, it's like a physical thing people have. And even if you're going to go back and change your cover or something later, it's not something like the people that already have it don't get an updated version when that happens. It's sitting on their bookshelf forever. Yeah. So there's the permanence in it that you want to put the time and the effort and invest in quality services to make it the best it can be because it's kind of a, it's not a one chance deal, but it kind of is like, you don't really want to have to do it again you know, maybe rewrite it a few years down the road if you need to add more content or change something major and catch all the little typos that you might have missed the first time around. But hopefully you don't have to do that. Yeah. So when you're looking for a book designer, are there some that have experience in certain industries? Like, should you be looking for someone that's worked on books similar to what you're doing? Or can a book designer sort of pick up whatever industry or whatever niche you're working in? There's some specializing. I'd say for me, like basically anything that's going to be like a nonfiction or self-help, or I've even done more on the complete opposite side of that with like illustrated children's books, doing design for that, which just as a side note, book illustration is a completely different specialty. So there's book designers and there's book illustrators. But as far as, you know, there's fiction, there's nonfiction, there's self-help, there's different types of fiction. There's some specializing in that. Like, I don't really end up ever doing 
fiction. So if somebody did come to me and say they're doing a romance novel or a young adult novel, like I might talk to them about it, but I'd probably try and recommend that they find another book designer. If I have someone I can refer them to, I would do that. But there's some especially in that. But as far as like, if it's a nonfiction and you're in a certain field of business versus, you know, maybe you're a lawyer and books I've done are not for lawyers, they've been for other businesses, there's a little bit more openness in there. Like, you don't need to be like, I have to find a book designer who's designed a book cover for a lawyer before. Like, you probably don't want to expect that someone who specializes in doing romance novel covers is going to do your nonfiction cover very well. So there's a little bit of difference in specializing in that sense. That makes sense. And I think and I'm sure that it's like any other designer. You need to go and see the work that they've done and make sure that it fits what you're envisioning just so that the styles yeah. are aligned and you have yeah. a starting place to work from. So what tips do you have for people who have never designed a book before or worked with a book designer? Yeah, I would definitely say do your research and find someone who has experience. And for authors who are wanting to publish, definitely do your research and find someone with experience in book design. Like you might be able to have a great experience with someone who's wanting to get into the field, but some of the details that are specific to print and book design, like we've already talked about, might get overlooked with someone who doesn't have as much experience. And as far as designers, if there are people that are wanting to get into book design, my background, I did an internship in an agency that worked for publishing houses. And I started there and I was working in an office with people who had anywhere from like five to 20 years experience designing books. So I would encourage you if you want to get into book design, like look around, see if there's people who are like independent freelancers, or if there's an agency in your area that specializes in book design and see if you might be able to do an internship or, you know, talk to, get to know some designers and ask if anyone would be willing to mentor you. Spend some time learning from someone who's experienced. Maybe you might be able to be like, hey, I did this book for someone. Would you look it over and tell me if there's anything that I missed that I should know about or do differently in the next time I do a project, you know, find someone with experience and work with them as an author. Or, you know, if you're a designer wanting to get into it, find someone to learn from. Like there's a lot you can just DIY and learn it yourself. But some of the stuff specific to printed books, it would definitely be a good point to find someone to get inside help from to get to know it as well as you can. All right. So is there anything else that you wanted to share about book design or self-publishing that people should know that we haven't covered? It's a process that hasn't been obvious yet from what I've said. Publishing a book is a way to get your message out there, get your content out there, put yourself in that place where you are an expert in your field. So it's definitely something worth pursuing, but it's also good to look into it and do some research at what it's going to take to get your book out there. You don't want to go into it and expect that your book is going to be out in like four weeks and you'll spend a few hundred dollars to get it out there. It could happen, but the typical look of a book like that is probably going to be the kind where people judge it as it's self-published in a not so great way. So do the research and 
find the people that are experts to help you get the very, very, very best version of your book out there that you possibly can. So I'm going to go into some questions that I ask everybody as we wrap up. And the first is, can you give us an example of how serving your clients well has benefited your business? I think one thing that would be true of a lot of service businesses and especially graphic designers, like a very true test of this, of serving your clients well, is when past clients refer other people to you. An interesting note in this past, been a little bit over a year, um, I actually have a client that I have yet to work with. We signed a contract a while ago and it's a book and the project has been postponed while the author finishes the content for the book. And over the year, I've made it a point to regularly follow up, send an email, check in on the progress. And even though we have not done anything yet, like have not worked together at all, like we've just emailed back and forth about the project, this client passed my name along like this fall, I think it was, to someone else looking for book design service. So providing great customer service at any point in the process, whether or not you've actually started working with someone one-on-one or the project has yet to begin, is really key. Like, just be there, show up, don't forget about people. (laughs) And it makes a difference and it impacts what people think of you and your business. Yeah, I love that, that you haven't even started working together, but because you've made the effort to follow up and you've made it a priority. And it probably doesn't take a ton of time on your part to just email and say, okay, how are things going? I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about you. I haven't forgotten you. That makes a big difference. Good thing to do as a business owner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have learned to do that. I even have my follow-ups listed like in my Asana. It pops up when I need to follow up with people because that way I don't forget and I don't... Yeah let too much time go by, but it's still a very genuine thing when I'm sending an email because I want to connect. I just don't always remember to. Yeah. I use a tool too to like remind myself like, Hey, follow up with this person. Like in some ways it feels like it's cheating to like set a reminder for yourself. But like, if you don't, you might forget and you want to do that. So why not use something to help you do what you wanted to do better? Yes. So using tools is not cheating. It's just helping you do your work better. Okay. So tell me two things that you're loving right now. They can be business or life. First thing I would say is over the winter holiday break, I gave my office a bit of an organization makeover and I'm loving how much more functional and peaceful my workspace is now. And another thing is a tool to make life easier. (laughs) I have been using, it's probably been a number of months now, but I've been using Planoly to help in preparing my Instagram posts. And one of the things I like the most about it is that it counts hashtags for you. So you know when you can add more or have too many and it saves time. (laughs) All right. I haven't used that one, but I think it's been recommended before. So I will link to that for people to check it out. Okay, so what are you excited for that's coming up in the future? Well, my business is semi-location independent. I do have an apartment that's my home base full time, so I'm not 100% location dependent. But I like to go on longer trips and take my laptop with me so I can work and play over the time that I'm gone wherever I go to. 
And I've been working on plans for 2018 travel destinations. I don't have a specific trip planned coming up, but there's like two or three that I'm figuring out when I'm going to be able to do those this year. So people can find me on Instagram to keep up with the inspiration I find while traveling and see where in the world I'll be playing and designing from next. All right. That's awesome. I love that you're able to take advantage of the freedom that we have and that you're actually making the effort to plan to do that instead of just sitting in your office every day and going, I wish I could go to the beach. It's never actually doing it like I do. All right. And so the final question is, where can people find you online? Got three things to share on that. You can find my design studio and information about my services and contact me and everything on my website. It is lisavdesigns.com. And that is V as in Victor. And you can follow my sneak peeks and design inspiration on Instagram. And my handle over there is at lisavdesigner. And if you are over on Instagram, you can send me a private message on Instagram and tell me you heard about me and my studio from this podcast episode. And I have a worksheet that I can send you that helps guide you through determining the format of ebook. Like I mentioned, there's a few different ones that depends on your goals, which one will be the best for you. Plus, you can hop over to my website and get the download for the top 11 things an author needs to consider in self-publishing their books. So you can just go to that same lisaviadesigns.com and you'll find a link over there to download that. All right. I will link all of that so people can check it out and they can private message you and really get to know you and follow along on your adventures. Yes, that would be awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm excited for people to listen to this episode and the previous episode about publishing and really see what kind of books we see coming out in the future. Yes. If anyone wants to work on a book, feel free to ask me. Jody is great. The lady you mentioned that did the other interview. And there's a lot of other book industry people that would love to chat with you and help you reach your goals. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 